Thank you for calling MJH Insurance and Financial Services. If you wish to dial through to one of our agents, press 101 for Sean, 102 for Kim, or... Hey, is this Joey? Sean, it's Joey Jingle. How you doing? Great. How about yourself? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. So what I want to focus on 100% is just personal lines, home auto and, and renters really right now. Are you sure about that? All right, that's my buddy Sean Halpin of MJ&H Insurance in Gardner, Kansas, and talking about, hey, he just wants to focus on personal lines, home auto, and renters. And, uh, okay, yes. I mean, okay. As you can see, I'm struggling, mainly because it just, part of my soul is I'm trying to grab it before it escapes too much. And I guess what I'm saying is in the digital marketing space, um, like going direct to consumer on home and auto, I don't, I don't know it works. I'm not, I've never seen anything successfully penetrate that noise and be effective on, on the scale of, you know, the, you know, the, the, the small to mid-size independent agency. Um, to be able to, to reach that penetration to work. Again, direct to consumer. If, if you are such agency, if you have you know 20 or below, somewhere in that number of employees and you think you've cracked that nut of like, hey, I put out content, people are finding it on, on home and auto, I'd love to hear it. Joey at agencynation.com. And all right, so first of all, the one of the, again, from everything that I've heard, from everybody I've talked to, the, the one thing that is working for people in the in the personal lines PNC space is again the referral partners from the mortgage brokers and the lenders and all of those people the real estate agents that's the thing that works over and over again all day long and I don't I just I guess you know I I, I would so I've, heard, I've heard this from time to time as I talk to agents and, and Sean I get it I understand. I understand, you know, where your head's at. Like, this is maybe what you do. This is where you think you can stand out, and, and maybe it is. Um, it is just certainly. So, I'm be honest. Like, I think, just from what I've seen, this is just my humble opinion, my view from the little corner of the insurance world that I kind of take a look at is, if you, if you want it, like again, renters, for example, um, you know, if that's what you want to do, go do it. Go make. Even then, that's all like partnership based where you're gonna go and you're gonna get in with the landlord, you're gonna get in with the people that are that are coming in and renting, and it's a lot of partnership based. I mean, you can use digital marketing to attract those partnerships, but again, going the one-to-one sale is what is, is, a bit of a, is a bit of an uphill sled. And if you're gonna do it, you're gonna need need to scale it because you gotta focus on a, a specific, you know, a, a, you know, you gotta either do it really fast and do it efficient and be able to, you know, take a little bit less on the commission if it's not a big sale. Or again, back to my buddy, um, I can't remember his name right now. Um, my risk, re- my risk review buddy, Kurt, um, you know, or you go on the, the, the high net worth side, you know, where you know where they're hanging out, you know, that, um, you know, whatever you're going to kind of chase them with, uh, the premium is going to be usually large enough to justify and, and all that good stuff. Again, I really don't know 
This isn't my expert area of expertise, uh, really at all. Uh, but, you know, Sean's talking about it, so I'm taking a stab at it. Again, just on my overall observations on it, I would be curious to hear, again, what has has certainly worked for you guys. But this is one thing I don't think we can let it be. I think it is, but I think it's also a way for us to differentiate ourselves from the direct riders who own 70%, 74% of the market. I just got to ask real quick, Sean, how, what, so how do you see that as a differentiator? Well, I, because I don't think there's enough people that understand how an independent agent works. So it's like, no, you don't need to go anywhere else. Well, true words have never been spoken, Sean. And yes, a depressing amount of people have no idea, or really care to have an idea, of how an independent agent works. And I, so here's, yes. It is appealing in some way that, hey, we can handle your home and your auto and your renters and your boat insurance and the whatever, the four-wheeler, all the toys. We can do that. Uh, The motorcycle insurance, it's the one-stop shop, if you will, in some cases. I just, I don't think it has as much value as it did, to be honest with you, Sean. I don't know. I don't know. Um... I guess I don't, it's not something that is, is able to, to be the lead story in your digital marketing strategy. I think it's certainly an important piece once somebody finds you of, hey, listen, you know, we're an independent agent, you know, we can, uh, obviously our job is to pay attention to the entire landscape of, of things that, you know, we need to protect you from, and these are the things, blah, blah, like that whole thing. That's very important to the story, but it's, it's certainly well past the point of of entry of where they're actually going to kind of that moment of need right that moment of it's i think this is the the important thing and maybe it's just taken six minutes to get to it it's you know it might be a differentiator but but what is what's a differentiator that that is a pain point that drives like hey i need this thing they don't think i need some i need somebody to tell me uh, about multiple, th- I don't like, that's not the need. Like I need this thing. And then they look for that thing and it's, how do we find them for that thing? And just the, they're not searching for the story of, of, of the value we bring. They're searching for the problems that we potentially solve. And now that's, it sounds kind of like the same thing, but it is slightly different. And it's all just about the angles that you take it with. I guess I'm just going around in circles on this one because it's, I think it's important to understand. Like, it needs to be part of the the mix. It needs to be part of the story. But I just don't think it comes first. I just don't think it comes first, because uh, because uh, I, I don't I don't think as much as we want to say it, as much as it may have been true even just one generation ago, it's really hard, and people don't realize the value. No, I don't think that they, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but I, I don't think that there's enough agents that are able to tell their story about about what. Like my dad started out with Country Financial as a captive, right? But there's a reason why he went from there to where he is now. And so I think if like a part of the process in that buyer's journey is like illustrating that difference to people, then they then they start to realize the value that we're providing just beyond one yeah. company that we're trying to push on them. 
I knew we'd get on the same page, Sean. There we go. So yes, it needs to be part of that buyer's journey. Yes, it needs to be part of the story. Yes, there's a reason that your dad started as a captive, it sounds like, or country, whatever. The, I can't, terrible. I, I can't remember what the name of that company was right now. Uh, and has found his way to being independent. And I think it's 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 about, listen, like we're not here to just push one thing on you, even though some independent agents are because they only learn one thing. Another story, another day, different podcast, whatever. It is, hey, listen, like this is only about finding the thing that's going to be the right fit, the right value, the whatever, to make sure that you can just go about your day, not worry about your insurance and the things taken care of. And that is part of the story. It is part of the the realized value. Uh, But again, at what point does it come in? Where do you need to put it? How do you need to tell it? Um, and, And how much do people ultimately care? I think... I think that's one of the like the last cherries that go on top. To be honest with you, uh, you know, in my experience, again, leading with like the value and the information and the knowledge, and having people find that, and then making the connection, and then reaching out and saying, "Hey, I need help. You seem like a smart guy. Uh, you know, how can how can we do business? How do we get this thing done?" You know, it's not it's not until you know well into those conversations like oh but you know I mean maybe it's one of the first things that, I don't know it, it it really depends right but it's at some point you're going to be saying hey listen this is great and I'm glad that you've consumed whatever information you've seen with me I'm glad this person referred me but here's the deal this is what it, we do this is the process you define the process and and move on right but ultimately it's about you know can you deliver that in a way as effective for them is it is it as frictionless as you can possibly make it and can you you know give it to them in the manner in which they're looking for it and this is kind of i don't even know really where this kind of all fits into the conversation that sean and i were actually having i mean i think if you remember the the episode he was on previously um are your topic clusters big enough and this was the idea of you know creating content around one specific idea and then extrapolating that out into like their own individual little pieces of content that helps your ranking within Google. And then somehow we started talking about you know, asking him exactly what he wanted to focus on. And, you know, him saying, I want to focus on personal lines, home, auto, and renters. That's where, again, the topic cluster idea of, you know, personal lines, auto on the internet of like, you know, again, competing against the Geico's and the state farms that are, you know, just spending billions of dollars on pay-per-click and advertising and, and things like that. Uh, and, and even, I think, I think even if I'm correct, there might be some tomfoolery in the mix with some other larger financial ish insurancey, um, loosely insurancey, not like any of our, you know, insurance publications, but, uh, where there's, they're actually, they're, they're trying to mix in some content. Maybe there's some deals. I don't know. I might've seen some things, um, so even then there, that's an uphill battle as well. But then uh, even then, if you start ranking for something like that nationally, is it going to again be found by enough people in the area that you want a lot of different challenges? Right. I guess my point is, I guess my point is, is I honestly think if you're going to do it, my, you know, my, my good, fr- uh, my good friends at GNN insurance, you know, their model of, of, of marketing, you know, using digital and social media to market to their, um, their referral partners is something that. I, I I would much much encourage before like writing a how to buy the best auto insurance in Gardner, Kansas blog post. I guess is what I'm saying. I just feel like that's a way better long term, more profitable, just solid strategy when it comes to kind of digital marketing 
in the personal lines space. Um, it's just, it's tried true. Like it, it works for everybody. And again, there is only a handful of people that I'm aware of that are using kind of the, the digital approach, the inbound approach to again, target the, 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 the referral sources versus again, going direct to the consumer. That's it. It's, it's really, this has been an up and down episode. I don't, I mean, I, I just, I think that it feels like every now and then I got to talk somebody off the ledge. And if, and if you're on the ledge of like, man, I'm really going to dive in and I'm going to, I'm going to go compete against the billion dollar ad spends and resources of just the most competitive like category, not even really just an insurance of just period, like people, businesses spending money on things like that's it. Just doesn't, I don't know why you, I don't feel, I don't know why we need to do that. So maybe let's just do something else. My, my personal opinion, if you, if somebody is, here's, I just, can somebody send me an email like Joey at Agency Nation, if you're doing it, just let me know. I would love to know if you've figured out a way to make that happen. I just personally haven't. And the one, the one thing that I have seen work repeatedly over and over again is kind of what we've been talking about. So that's it. But what you do want to take away from this is have a focus, know what you want to do and know how you're going to get to it and then figure out a way to, again, attack it, scale it, put the information in front of people, be helpful and all of those fun things. But just be smart about it. And I think you'll be okay. There's certain things in life that when they happen, they don't seem like a big deal, but they actually end up being a big deal and possibly cause ridiculous rage fits that are un- unfitting for an adult. And such thing happened to me recently, and I don't know how often it happens to you. Apparently it doesn't happen that often to me, but like, what happens when you get a new keyboard? I, I, I must not have gotten a new keyboard in like 10 years because I don't know how to type anymore. And it feels like the dentist just got a little, a little loose a little loosey-goosey with his Novocaine and just shot my hands up just to see what would happen. Like, everything's numb. I can't type. It's like I'm trying to, like, learn Arabic and type it on an English keyboard. It's just nothing makes sense. Everything's out of place. I'm adjusting. I'm not quite sure what to do. It's like even, like, if you sit down at somebody else's computer, kind of this happens maybe more frequently where you sit down at somebody else's computer and you're trying to type something and then, like, you're just, what is this? I'm not, my fingers aren't. It's like you don't even know the English language. Does this happen to you or is this just me? Do I have a hard time adapting to new things? Am I that poor of a typer? I don't know. I'm curious. JoyHateAgencyNation.com. One thing, if you could check that off, make sure the keys work. Uh, We're in full swing for Elevate 19, my friends. ElevateConference.com. If you have not yet gone over and got your ticket, you need to do so now uh, because basically from now until March 24th, 25th, and 26th in New Orleans, Louisiana is when I will be bothering you. Bothering is a strong word. I will be talking to you about that. So if you just want to make sure that you are off my list of people to talk to and nag and say, listen, you need to come. It's this awesome thing. Head on over to Elevate Conference 19 because um, it's a lot of fun. We had 650-ish people, more than that, in Cleveland, Ohio last year. Tons of people, tons of great energy. Um, we're looking to do 800 in New Orleans. That's going to be ridiculously crazy, out of control. Uh, tons of great speakers. So head on over to elevateconference.com and get your ticket today. <laughs>